Welcome in to the Locked On Stars podcast. I'm Josh Clark, the Dallas correspondent at NHL.com, joined by my co-host, Kenneth Nash, the side expert at NolanWrighton.com on the fan side of network. Kenneth, it's Sunday. Happy Sunday to you. Happy Sunday to all of our listeners. Hoping this podcast finds all of you well. And Kenneth, I hope this podcast finds you well also. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm I'm glad it's Sunday. It's a great nap day after we finish recording. Get this episode up. Oh, you're go Probably get a, a nice huh? little nap. Okay. Trying to in your grandma to recover chair? from. Yeah. Yep. Trying to recover from uh, from vacation. We so we I was out of town. We came back Friday. Immediately, basically came in. I had like an hour, changed clothes, then went to a rehearsal dinner for a wedding that was last night. And so, and I had a bunch of homework due last night too. So today is like my first day of like. I don't have anything on my plate. It's your decompressed day, your detox yes. day. Yeah. So I will probably spend most of the day sleeping. Well, hey, that's a good. That's that sounds like a that's a good way to spend the day. Meanwhile, I've already had my Dunkin' coffee for the day, so I'm feeling good. A must. I'm I'm like yeah, a must on a Sunday morning. I'm I am definitely I'm in the zone. I'm ready to roll, and I don't think a nap is anywhere in my near future. But that's okay because I got some good sleep last night. So regardless. We hope this episode finds you well. We hope your Sunday's going well. We hope your week went well. And we've got a little bit of hockey to talk with you today. So diving into this episode, Kent, we're going to talk about a few different things on this Sunday edition of Lockdown Stars, episode 71 of Lockdown Stars. Kenneth, we've made it this far. Why not make it a little further? We're, we're one step... Yeah, what's going to be... What's going to be wild is we're going to hit our 100th episode, hopefully, during a uh, during the restart, during the playoffs. That'll be interesting. That'll, that'll have to be a really special episode. We're going to have to do like something big for that. Maybe order a cake We need to try something. to time it right when it's 100th episode, Dallas Stars, Stanley Cup champions. If we did that, though, we would have to like retire right there. We'd have to go out <laughs> on top. Like like Peyton Manning when he won the Super Bowl, just going out on top. I'm done. All right, I'm out. I'm yeah. out of here, y'all. Yeah, Kenneth and I, we just say goodbye. It's a 30-second episode. Say goodbye. Stars are Stanley Cup champs, and we book it. So, But before that, Kenneth, let's get through episode 71. Good show today. We're going to start by talking about a recent article that came out on NHL.com ranking the Super 16, the top 16 goalies in the Stanley Cup qualifiers this year. Talk about where Ben Bishop and Anton Hudobin landed on that list. We'll also get a little more in-depth on our Taxi Squad predictions that we made earlier in the week on our previous episode. Talk more about just what that experience could mean to those younger guys that might make the Stars roster if the NHL does get to a point where they can return to play and restart and get into the qualifying round and the round robin and eventually the Stanley Cup playoffs. Then we'll also finish with our NHL 20 updates, as we always do. Good times going on in Orange County right now. Anaheim Ducks were soaring. Kenneth, meanwhile, over in Newark or in New Jersey at the Prudential Center, not not the most encouraging note, but we'll get to it. I'm not I'm not trying to hurt you, Kenneth. I'm not trying to break down your your confidence. But Kenneth is back at least in the lineup. We'll talk, or he's getting healthy, ready to dive back in the lineup. So we'll get to that yep. in a little bit. But first, Kenneth, let's start with NHL.com Super 16 uh, rankings. They if you follow the NHL on social, you know that they do a Super 16 weekly where they rank the top 16 teams. It's basically a power rankings of sorts, ranking the 16 yeah. teams during the regular season. But obviously, since we haven't had hockey in now over three months, they've had to resort to doing some different things for their Super 16 rankings. This past week, they ranked the top 16 goalies. It was a, a panel of 13 NHL.com writers. They ranked their top 13 goal t- or their top 16 goaltenders rather that will be participating in the qualifiers. So whether that's a qualifying round or the round robin, 
Top 16 goalies, basically any goalie that's not on one of the seven teams not returning to play. And since this is a Dallas Stars-based podcast, let's talk specifically about where the Stars goalies landed, Kenneth. So you and I talked about this before the show began, and we're not really sure how this list was judged, how these writers made their rankings, how they crafted their top 16. But regardless, right off the bat, Ben Bishop, Dallas Stars, as we say, 1A, the the presumed starter, was ranked fifth overall in those top 16, only beaten out by Tuka Rask, uh, Andre Vasilevsky, Connor Hellybuck, and Jordan Bennington. Meanwhile, Anton Hudobin not making the top 16. He actually fell down to 22nd overall. I think they ranked about 30 goaltenders or so that received uh, received points, received votes by the uh, 13 riders. That each one had their own separate list of top 16s, and points were given out, awarded on where the goalies landed. So Hudobin coming in at 22nd overall. But Kenneth... This is an interesting ranking for both of these goaltenders. Now, and I'm going to let you kind of dive into it for a minute or two here, but it's an interesting one because there's really, at least in you and I's mind, there's no set way of how these things were ranked that would make sense to put Bishop 5th and Hudobin down at 22nd. Yeah, I think when we kind of were looking at this, I think Bishop um, Bishop's probably fairly appropriately ranked. You know, I, you I mentioned agree. before I we agree. started— You've mentioned before you started. You know you think that Rask and, and Vasilevsky are definitely should be up at the, be the top two. Yep. And then you've got you've got Hellyabuck at three, Bennington at four, and Bishop at five. Yeah. I think those those three kind of are interchangeable. I Bennington agree. being yep. ahead of Bishop, I think, is probably partially based off last year and the fact that he is the reigning you know the reigning goaltender for the for reigning sure. Stanley Cup champions. Yeah. Uh, so I think that makes a little bit of sense. So I think Bishop's fairly appropriately ranked. Um, the the one that's going to raise questions among stars fans and and we try to remain you know as unbiased as possible despite being a, a stars a stars podcast. Oh yes. But the fact that the fact that Hudobin was ranked so low and you look at some of the guys he's ranked after you know you've got him after Pecorine who wasn't you know isn't the Pecorine that of old he, he's he's not quite what he was and you've got you've Pecorine some Corey Crawford some guys that I you look at and go should he really be behind them considering. What he did this season, which is lead the NHL in save percentage, he, at he a was, 930, I mean, yeah, yeah. If you look at his stats from this year, he was arguably, arguably a top ten goalie, definitely a top sixteen goalie in the NHL yes. this season. Yes, and and so the fact that he was ranked so low, not even right outside, but he's I mean twenty second on this list, was a bit surprising. You know, yeah. we we discussed is this maybe. Maybe to do with playoff experience, but even then, there's some yeah. guys ahead of him who um, who have very limited experience. To no experience, uh, if it, Elvis, yeah, if yeah. any at all. Um, and then, so it, obviously, we don't know exactly how this was weighed. And you've got 13 different writers, so they all probably have a little bit of different criteria. But it was just interesting to see who'd open so low. Not that I would have initially been expecting to be in the top 10, but to be outside the top 16 is a bit shocking. Yes, for sure, and I agree with that. And uh, like you said. We talked about how it could be it could be playoff experience. Hudobin has only played in two Stanley Cup playoff games in his entire NHL career. Neither of those, uh, I believe, neither of those he started in. He actually only has only played a combined 38 minutes. If you remember, one of them was 11 minutes last year after Ben Bishop had to leave the ice against the Blues uh, in Game Six with the collarbone after taking that puck up high uh, on the St. Louis goal eventual St. Louis goal. So 11 minutes there and then 27 minutes in one game with the Bruins. 
the season before. So maybe it's playoff experience, but then, like you said, Kenneth, we look at the list and you see some guys like Carter Hart. Uh, you see some guys like Elvis Merzlikens from the Columbus Blue Jackets, a rookie, as we know, and Carter Hart as well, a rookie. No playoff stats to speak of. Tristan Yari from the Pittsburgh Penguins and Jakob Markstrom as well. A couple of these guys have never played in the Stanley Cup playoffs, so is that a fair assessment or is that the assessment they're going off of? It doesn't seem like it if you're putting rookies up there. And maybe they're maybe they're going off the assumption that, you know, Hudobin only played 30 games this season. While that does qualify and that does make him obviously hold the highest save percentage mark in the NHL, maybe it's the fact that he only played 30. The guys ahead of him played 50, 45, 55, however many games this season. That's that's an option too. And like you said, going back to Ben Bishop, we, we've got – a good look there as, as a top five goaltender. Maybe if it's on playoff experience alone, Ben Bishop, I think you and I can agree, and most Stars fans can agree, definitely deserves to be top five, maybe even top three. E- even if you want to just talk about last season in general and last playoff run with with the Stars through those 13 games in the 2019 Stanley Cup playoffs. And we'll talk a little bit more about this on the other side of a break here, and we'll also get to the Stars taxi squad potential members Uh, how their roster might shape out, assuming we return to play. We'll talk about all of that just around the corner. Josh, there's so many types of vehicle makes out there. We've talked about this a couple of times. So many different makes. You've got your Kias, your Fords. Your Chevys, your Dodges. Chevys, your Dodge, Lexus. Your Land Rovers, your your Toyotas. Yes, Hyundai. We could go go on and on about all the different types of vehicle makes out there. And with all, with all those makes and all these models, it's impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure the often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning, like, is your, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX, and wait while the counterman orders the parts from behind his computer, choosing only the brand his warehouse happens to carry, when you have a computer in your pocket or at home that has access to rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers for online for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have the cheapest prices. They have an incredible assortment of stock options, different brands, different products, everything that you could need for your vehicle. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpeting. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, everything you need is a few easy clicks away and it can be delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car and truck. And while you're there, write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Back here to the Locked On Stars podcast, I'm Josh Clark, the Dallas correspondent, NHL.com, joined by my co-host, Kenneth Nash, the side expert, NolanWrighton.com on the fan side of network. It is Sunday afternoon. Happy Sunday once again to all listening. We hope you're all doing well. Hope you're all staying safe. 
Kenneth is preparing for his Sunday afternoon nap in his grandpa chair. He's got NASCAR on as well, so that will be a great way to drift off. Uh, meanwhile, Deke is fast <laughs> asleep next to me. I'm not sure. His jaw is twitching a little, and his feet are twitching. I think he's having a nightmare. I'm not sure, though. Or maybe he's chasing a rabbit. What? Regardless of the fact, he's fast asleep, so Kenneth takes some pointers from him later in the day. Uh, but regardless, Kenneth... Do you have anything to say in response to that? I, I want to let you. I want to leave the floor open to you re- if you have any. Yeah, if you have a response to to what I just said, napping, deke, whatever. I'm trying to. Let <laughs> I this, mean, this is a two way street. I've become very accustomed. To, uh, my Sunday afternoon naps have actually. I was never like a nap taker when I was a kid. Like my parents oh, always we, took we all Sunday did, afternoon nap after church. Them, yeah. But I was like never big on it. Like Sunday afternoon was like school starts on Monday. Like I want. I want to play. I want yeah, to do. Go outside. Have fun. Yep. Now that I like work basically through the week, and then I usually am spending Saturdays doing writing Adulthood. papers and doing homework. Yeah, Sundays are it like sucks. it's Sunday. I nap time yep. all the time. I don't want to do anything on Sundays after church, uh, and so I embrace it. You know, the, yeah. the key is don't don't deny it. Just embrace it. For Turn sure. on a little golf. There's a little golf going on in North Texas. Yep, the Colonial. You can watch a little bit of that. No. You can uh, turn on a little NASCAR, and uh, great thing about there's a comedian I don't remember who it is, but there's a comedian that talks about NASCAR. And he says the greatest part about NASCAR on a Sunday afternoon nap is you can fall asleep and wake up, and they're still turning left. So fair point. Yes, you know That's it doesn't words. change. You won't have, you won't have missed very much. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. Yeah. I love a good nap. Well, good. I'm sure, it sounds like Deke does too. I agree. Hey, I agree, and Deke obviously definitely agrees right now. He even though I've said his name twice, he is still. Not moving a muscle except for the uh, every once in a while twitch in the left paw and the right paw and the jaw. So regardless, hope you're all doing well on this Sunday. We're talking a little bit of Dallas Stars hockey, a little bit of NHL hockey as well. Wrapping up the NHL.com Super 16 rankings for goaltenders that will be partaking in the Stanley Cup qualifiers, whether that's the qualifying round or the round robin. Ben Bishop coming in at fifth place overall, as you know, the Stars uh, supposed 1A goaltender. Meanwhile, Anton Hudobin, the 1B, coming in at 22nd. Kind of an odd ranking, Kenneth. We talked about it for a few minutes. Kind of odd. Don't know really what their parameters were were ranking these two guys, but interesting to see such yeah. a wide gap between two of the top, arguably top 10 goaltenders in the NHL this year. Yeah, I think, and I wonder I wonder how much of it is, is, is a, kind of gives us a snapshot of how Hudobin's still kind of viewed across the league, which is as a traditional backup. I think yeah. a lot of people still view him as that, even though if you look at the numbers and look how often he plays, he's clearly not that. I think there's still Ben Bishop carries with them a lot of name recognition. Yep. And I think oh, yeah. Anton Hudobin carries with them the recognition of he's a number two. He's a very good number two, but he's a number two. So I wonder if that's part of the disparity is, is just the assumptions that come along with the names. That might be. And the only, the uh, to, to make things a little more clear, if you haven't read the article yet, I'd strongly suggest go and check it out, form your own opinions. But uh, I the another note that needs to be pointed out is that only one team had two goaltenders crack the top 16 being the Vegas Golden Knights with Marc-Andre Fleury and Robin Leonard, and rightly so, Leonard being a Vesna candidate last year and one of the top goalies in the NHL this year, even with a, a not-so-great Chicago Blackhawks team for most of the season. And then Marc-Andre Fleury, yep. arguably the most consistent goaltender of the past decade, or at least top three, top four in terms of 
uh, time with the Pittsburgh Penguins and Vegas Golden Knights going to a handful of Stanley Cup finals. But regardless, yeah. it's an interesting list, and I, I do agree, like you said, Bishop, or like you said, Kenneth, I think Ben Bishop is a top three to top five goaltender going into this year's playoffs. And Anton Hudobin, decide what you will, whether you want to base it on experience, whether you want to base it on this season, whether you want to base it on his actual exposure in the NHL at the NHL level and what he is viewed as. Regardless, form your own opinions. Kenneth, let's now get to a few minutes of Taxi Squad talk. We talked, we set the stage a little bit in our last episode on, I guess that was Friday night that we had it? Uh, yes, yes. Maybe? Yes, Friday night. Yes. It, it was our 10 o'clock episode, almost midnight. Then we went and played Warzone yes. and got frustrated. But well, we'll save that talk for another day. Um, we actually, Kenneth and I are planning on doing an episode one of these days where we just play Warzone for 30 minutes and you get to hear. And just like talk, hear what talk we, hockey during Warzone. Yeah, yeah. And then the live read should be interesting. The occasional scream of anger or frustration. But regardless, let's talk Taxi Squad. As you know, uh, this NHL announced the other day that July 10th will be. The return to play, or phase three, the start of phase three, assuming all medical conditions and player safety conditions allow for it. July 10th will be the start of phase three, meaning the start of training camp for all 31 teams in the NHL, or or rather 24 teams in the NHL that will be returning to play, assuming we get there. Still a lot of hurdles to clear, but... That that allows, I believe, 35 skaters, Kenneth, and three or however many goalies you want into training camp. And then I believe the final numbers that have been reported, don't know if they're finalized yet, 28 skaters, three goaltenders, four each team to carry into the playoffs. It, it's basically the version of the standard Stanley Cup playoffs when you have your black aces, the number of prospects that you bring up into the NHL that aren't going to play but still get the chance to travel with the team, see what a Stanley Cup environment's like, watch a handful of games. I talked with Jake Ottinger at development camp this past year about being a black ace for the Stars for a few games last year, getting to see the Stanley Cup playoffs, getting to watch a handful of games uh, with or you know from the from a suite, obviously, at the American Airlines Center or the other arena, whatever, but getting a chance to experience that. And it, it can be a very valuable experience, Kenneth, especially in a rare set, a rare setting this year that comes with the NHL's return to play format. Yeah, and I think that's the thing to, to look at when you're talking about these players, especially these these prospects that may get a chance to be added on to the playoff roster. Obviously, we, we named some guys that uh, will, will be legitimate depth, that, that have you know a decent shot of getting on the ice, you know, especially if there's an injury or two. But there's there, there I would not be shocked to see a couple of guys get added to this roster that really the Stars don't have much of an intention of playing and, and hope to not play. Yeah. Um, because if they do, that means there's a lot of injuries, but they want them to get that experience. And we don't want to dive too much into, you know, trying to predict this roster there's or trying to predict, to go. Yeah. Yeah, predict the future. Yeah. But uh, I think if you look at, you mentioned Jake Ottinger, he's one. And I think the other one that would be a lot of fans would like to see is, is tied to Landry. I think the yeah. guys like those two, whether it's those two or maybe some other guys, Guys like that, that are those prospects that have high expectations and are maybe only a year, year or two away from the NHL, I think it would be beneficial experience to be up with the team, spend time around the coaches, 
around the other players, be in a playoff experience, uh, playoff a- uh, atmosphere, even though it's not obviously a traditional format. There won't be fans. It's still the Stanley Cup playoffs. There's still a lot going on. It's a it's a higher pressure situation than just a random regular season game, you know, in the middle of January or something. So I think that would be uh, beneficial for those guys to kind of get that learning experience. And then you don't know. I mean, if you, you look at guys like Ottinger and Delandria, there's a chance that they could be in Dallas come next year and definitely within the next two years. And so being up with the team, I think, would be a good experience. Oh, without a doubt. And it is, as we mentioned, it's such a rare air, such a rare circumstance as this year's potential playoffs uh, will look like. It definitely should pay off in the long run and giving these players a chance to interact with NHLers, ask questions, get advice, you know, and take it back to wherever they may be playing next year, possibly even the NHL. But a lot more to come on that, obviously, assuming training camp does happen and a return to play date is agreed upon and all medical and health conditions allow for a return to play to happen. So remember, a lot still has to be decided. There are a lot of hurdles still have to be cleared, but we'll be talking all about that in the coming weeks and months as we hopefully progress closer to puck drop. Coming up, we're going to talk about NHL 20. Obviously, Kenneth, you've got, you're finally off of IR, finally getting back in the lineup. Things are not looking great in New Jersey, but there's promise. There's hope. It's always darkest just before the dawn. I'll talk about the Anaheim Ducks' current winning streak in Orange County. We'll talk all about that right around the corner. All right, guys. You know we've been talking about Built Bar since the beginning of May, and for good reason. If you are looking for a protein bar, this is the one to choose. This is the one to try. This is the one to stock up on Built Bar one of the greatest protein bars out there right now, if not the greatest, for a handful of different reasons. We've told you all about it. Not only are they tasty, they taste like a candy bar, they look like a candy bar. Come in candy bar wrapping. There's 16 different amazing flavors. They're adding new flavors almost by the day too. We've got everything from banana nut bread to mint chocolate to orange chocolate cream, raspberry chocolate, uh, lemon, lemon drop, everything key lime pie the list goes on and on we've got a number of great flavors at builtbar.com they're 100 chocolate they're covered in 100 chocolate they're soft and easy to chew they're also healthy now that's the big one i know everybody likes they want their protein bars to not only be tasty but they also want them to be healthy so not only are they not chalky and grainy they taste great they're soft they're easy to chew but they're healthy low calorie low sugar high protein and high fiber if you're trying to lose weight or if you're simply trying to maintain your weight while also indulging in a tasty treat you've got to try built bar right now they're offering they have a special offer for all locked on users at www.builtbar.com if you go to the website use the promo code locked on at checkout that'll get you ten dollars off your first order of built bars using the promo code locked on for ten dollars off at builtbar.com Back here with Locked On Stars podcast, wrapping up this Sunday episode. I'm Josh Clark, the Dallas correspondent at NHL.com, joined by Kenneth Nash, the side expert, NolanWrighton.com. Kenneth, your nap is on the way. It is. It's. It's in the queue, <laughs> if you will. It's on its way. He's Kenneth's about ready to dive into a, a, a hearty nap, a hearty Sunday nap. It's been a long week for Kenneth. Beach, weddings, everything in between. 
Meanwhile, I'm sitting here, just got done with my Dunkin' coffee. I'm wired, and who knows what I'll do the rest of the day. Uh, probably make sure Deke doesn't go crazy. But regardless... Eat another hat? Uh, oh, gosh. Oh, I didn't tell the people the story. Yes, yeah, so Deke actually consumed part of one of my hats. Um, he actually, you know, on those adjustable ones with the strap on the back with the metal buckle that you can kind of pull the strap to tighten or loosen... He actually found a way, managed to chew through the entire uh, strap and then swallow the whole strap and metal buckle. But, Kenneth, I will say this, and I'm not going to get too graphic. The strap came out yesterday. Well, good. And it, well, did, not good. Come out, it did not come out the, the front. It came out the other direction. <laughs> well, I would, we, I would imagine. <laughs> yes, so that was actually, it took about two weeks to get it out. Um, but it's finally out. L- looking, he's looking fine. Don't know if the buckle came out yet. But we'll wait and see. I will have an update if it does. Regardless, we're not talking about my dog. We're not talking about any gross things that he does or crazy things that he does. Instead, we're going to talk about NHL 20. Kenneth, last time we left off, you had just finished up uh, your, I think, what was it, 70-day stint, 60-day stint on IR? I think it was 67 days. 67-day stint on IR with uh, uh, concussion, right? Yeah, post-concussion symptoms, I think is what it was. Okay, post-concussion symptoms. So now you're back, and any new updates over in Newark? We are, uh, we're back. Um, We'll be back for, uh, we we take on Columbus, I believe, on March 12th. That's the first game back, so right back into the lineup, uh, playing on the third line, which is where I was when I was, our third pairing, which is where I was when I was, uh, originally hurt, so hopefully get things back. The playoffs look pretty much pretty much over with. I don't think mathematically we're eliminated, but a uh, long, long, long shot to reach the playoffs. So, you know, looking forward, kind of set some goals. I know Josh and I both set some goals moving forward for the rest of the season. I'm currently on 19 points through 33 games. We have 13 games left. So uh, in those final 13 games, I think the goal is to hit 26 points. It's a bit of a lofty goal, uh, over over half, half a point per game. Um, but that's about what I'm averaging, and what it would do was would give me a new uh, career high in, in single season point totals, beating uh, I put up 25 last year, and I believe 44 games with Pittsburgh. So would best that um, on seven goals and 12 assists currently. Um, so bad. you know we'll we'll see how it goes. Hopefully get things back, and I think. I think our team goal, we had a big meeting in the locker room, discussed how we wanted to end the year strong, uh, and uh, I think our goal is to win seven of our last 13 and finish the year on 35 wins. We're currently 28, 31, and 10 right now. Okay, not bad at all. I also wanted to clarify on my last block, in our last block, I did say that Jake Ottinger had been a black ace. I'm not sure if he was a black ace or not, but I do know that he did tell me at development camp about being at a Stars playoff game. So not sure if he was a black ace or if he had just simply <laughs> been at a game as, as a He was there, and that's what he matters. He was there, and he got to experience the whole game. I remember him <laughs> telling me about it. I promise I'm not going insane. But I just I thought of that during the break, Kenneth. I'm not sure if he actually was always on the black checking. ace squad. What? I am. Always fact-checking. That, that's what a good journalist does, fact-check myself. But anyways, let's get over to Orange County where the virtual Josh Clark is thriving right now, Kenneth. Uh, I believe since I last updated y'all, I played in five more games just to try and make sure I was caught up to Kenneth. I think we actually are on the same day now on the calendar in March of 2021. 
But anyways, Josh Clark is over the past five games, he's been, you know, soaring, flying. There's not a star in heaven that he can't reach. Was that a good <laughs> reference, Kenneth? Uh, sure. Yes. Okay. Anyways, it, it, that's that's okay. I don't need I don't need uh, too many props for it. I, I'm actually not very proud <laughs> of it. But regardless, in those past five games, we went four zero and one. The Ducks did beat the Bruins three to two in the shootout. I had a really strong defensive game, and I also had the tying goal. It was a four on four snipe over actually Corey Crawford. So Corey Crawford is now a Boston Bruin. Had a snipe over his shoulder to tie the game. Then Taylor Hall scored in the shootout. Gibson stopped all three. Finished with a goal and a plus one. Then we went to Vegas to play the Golden Knights. I had a really sick move on Marc-Andre Fleury in the second period. I actually sprung free, got on a breakaway, scored to make it two to nothing. Then we almost blew the lead. I was on the ice for two goals against in the third period. So it was four It was four to two, then four to three, but we won four to three. I had a goal and a minus one rating. We had outshot them, I think, 29 to 10 through the first two periods. I think 39 to 19 in the uh, in the game overall. Then we played the Kings once again. If you remember from the last episode, Kings and the Ducks are really tight in the standings. We were six. It was a six to five overtime loss, but we still are ahead of them in the standings. I had a one. I had one assist and a minus four rating. Kenneth, really bad rating. Anze Kopitar was all over my line. It was obviously a top line versus top line. He had a four-goal game. So he had a natural hat trick in the first 28 minutes, I believe, of the game. Then he ended up scoring the overtime winner on this really stupid rebound that I actually deflected the puck as they tried to pass it across to him. It bounced down, fell in front of me, but instead of picking it up, I let it just kind of keep skittering. Kopitar scored. We lost 6-5 to five in overtime. Played the Flyers. I had one assist on the game-winning goal. Rocked Ivan Provorov in the first period, which prompted a Sean Couturier fight. I beat Couturier, but once again, my penalty minutes, I just keep racking them up. I'm at 99 penalty minutes for the season in 38 games, so you may as well just call me, you know, call me Ryan Reeves at this point. I don't care. Uh, You know, maybe call me Antoine Roussel. I I have some offensive upside to me, and I'll I'll talk about that in a minute. (laughs) We won 3-2 to two against the Flyers. Then my best game of my career, Kenneth, against the New York Islanders, the most recent game, we won 5-2. to two. I had a three-goal, two-assist night. So my first career hat trick, first five-point night. I was a plus three in the game. I assisted Cam Fowler on an empty net goal. The Hattie, Kenneth, I actually sent Kenneth the, a Snapchat of my hat trick goal. It was a rebound from Cam Indeed. Fowler. Really fan, a really great night. I mean, I was firing on all cylinders. Had green lights on all three of my ratings. And we are now 13-6. And what, Semyon Varlamov was in net for the Islanders, if that if that uh, tells you anything. We won 5-2. We're 13-6-1 in our past 20 games. We've also won 38 games on the season. We're 38-28-6. My personal goals, Kenneth, or my team goals, our goal got together in the locker room, win 45 games. We've got 12 more games to go. So if we can win seven of those, hit the 45-win mark, and then on my personal side, I've got 17 goals, 31 assists, 48 points, and a plus two rating in 38 games this season. The goal is to hit 20 goals, so to have 20 goals in 50 games, which I'm, I'm totally okay with. That put me on pace for like 35, which I'm down with, and get 60 points. So that would be averaging a point per game the rest of the season. I'm already averaging over a point per game this year. So don't think it should be that difficult, but... 
Regardless, we'll see. Trying to hit 20 goals, 40 assists, 60 points in 50 total games on the season. So right now, all's going well. Also, our, our, our team goal, not only get 45 wins, but get second place in the division. It's it's a dead heat right now between second and third or second and fourth. Only one point separating the Oilers, Ducks, and Coyotes. Oilers at 83, Ducks at 82, Coyotes at 82, Sharks at 90 at the top of the division, so we'll see if we can catch up with them. Not high hopes, but right now, holding steady in a playoff spot, five points away from the cutoff. Things are looking good for the Anaheim Ducks. Sounds like it. Uh, no playoffs in our future, but That's okay. we'll, uh, we'll silently root pick. for you. High draft pick, hey? That's true. You could that get yourself a new defensive partner, or you could get yourself another top line winger to go with Nico Hishier and we need, Jack we Hughes. Need, we need forwards. We need forwards. Yeah, okay, then yes. <laughs> let, let, let's make sure you get a draft. Let's, or may, hey, maybe your goal should be just tank, Kenneth. Just tank and get a better yeah. chance at the first <laughs> yeah. pick. Yeah. Our, def- our defense is pretty solid. I think like we went our going into our last game that I played, our defensive rating was like ninety three. Oh, not bad unit. at all. But our our goaltending and in offense are a little a little suspect. A little rough, yeah. But that's okay. That's why yeah, there's time to build up, and we've got season three right around the corner. That's when our contracts expire, so it should be a fun year. Free agency, I can't wait three. for free agency. Free agency should be a lot of fun, regard for both of us, honestly. But yeah, it, it should it should be a lot of fun. But once again, we've probably got another month before we hit that. But that, Kenneth, that's about all we've got for this Sunday episode. So want to wrap it up and then get uh, get your pre nap in. Is there 100%. a thing? Is there such a thing as pre-napping? I'm sure somewhere there. I guess is. watch like five or six, five or six laps of NASCAR to get you in the mood. Yeah, well, it hasn't started. They're under a weather delay. My friend. Okay, good. Okay, well then, well the rain, rain sometimes helps too. My speaking of which, the digital content manager at the Stars, Jeff Odin, would be very unhappy for me talking about the about NASCAR being a, a nap sport. Uh, but hopefully <laughs> he doesn't hear this. And if he does, I'm sure he'll text me about it. But regardless, Kenneth, go ahead and wrap us up. As always, make sure to go hit subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast if you haven't already. That way we show up in your feed every time we drop a new episode as we get ready to the return to play. Hopefully uh, get some playoff hockey here in the next uh, next month or so. Hopefully we'll be back to a regular uh, everyday posting schedule and we'll show up in your feed every day. If you hit subscribe, uh, go follow us on Twitter at LockedOnStars and you can follow our personal accounts at Kenneth underscore Nash 19 and Josh is at Josh underscore Clark 02. Lovely. Great, great finish. Uh, great finish, as always. Great episode. Love talking to y'all. Thank you so much again for sticking with us, listening to us, uh, making sure we don't babble too much, trying to give y'all as much good content as possible on a weekly basis, and hopefully we're closer than ever to getting back up to five episodes per week and bringing you some Dallas Stars playoff hockey action. Until then, hope you stay safe, stay healthy, and we will talk to you soon.